Hello, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Professionally Speaking. My name is Rahan Ali Muhammad, your host, and I would like to welcome you to episode 3 of this pro- podcast. Today with me, I have Ali Jawad Molu, a business owner of Solutions Africa based in Mombasa, Kenya. Their aim is to create solutions for different problems in Africa, specifically environment-friendly. Good evening, Alijwad. How are you? Good evening, Rehan. Thank you for having me. I'm good. How are you? Good, good. So first, I'd like to thank you for, you know, coming out and doing this. Really appreciate it. So we're just going to go over around questions. And we'll just get into it, have a good conversation. The viewers can sort of understand a bit more about starting up a business what the difficulties are, you know, how to get through it. So first, can you sort of give an introduction about yourself? What did you do? What did you study? So born and raised in Mombasa, uh, I studied uh, my, I did my high school here in Mombasa. And then I went to the UK. I went to the University of Buckingham, small town in the UK, about 15, 20 minutes from Milton Keynes. I did my undergraduate degree in business management, and then I did a master's in business administration, so an MBA. And yeah, I got back into Kenya and found an opportunity, found a gap in the market, and we tried to exploit it. And we opened up, as you mentioned, Solutions Africa. It's an electric mobility company, so we're focusing on electric tuk-tuks in the coastal region. Uh, For those of you watching Rehan yourself as well, you know how popular tuk-tuks are in in the coastal region, everywhere you go, left, right, center, behind you, you're going to see a tuk-tuk, whether it's red, green, blue, yellow, red. You know, you're, you're going to see tuk-tuks wherever you go. So we thought that, you know, since the world is moving electric and, and everyone's implementing it, why not uh, in Kenya? There's, there's absolutely no issue in, in starting it up. And that's what we did. And it's been a year and a half now, approximately. So you mentioned about your sort of education on doing an undergraduation in business management and a master's in business administration. Is it a must to go to university to start a business? No, I wouldn't say it's a must. I think if you have the right people around you, the right people guiding you, even if you do study at university and you're fresh out of university, you would still need assistance. Okay, maybe... It, it it would be very beneficial to go to university because the stuff you learn, especially along the way, can help you, you know, as you start your business. But in terms of being a fresh graduate, the experience is also very important. So it has its ups and downs and uh, we'll look into it, uh, I'm sure, as we, as we keep talking. Yeah. So how long did it take to become sort of a business owner? You know, the education aspect of it. So it took me about three and a half years uh, to finish both my undergraduate degree and my master's because I did it in a very short period of time. I also did a summer term. In, uh, that's only It only happens with a few universities in, in the UK and the University of Buckingham was one of them. So I was able to do more in a shorter period of time. Everyone was out you know, in summer, you know, busy chilling on holiday. I said, let me get this done. Let me um, do things a bit quicker because Time is limited, right? And and if you're slow, then you might miss out on any opportunity. So that's what I was trying to avoid. And I thank God it, it went well. 
So you took around three and a half years. Do you think if you spent maybe more time in edu- in your education, do you think it would have impacted you more? Good question. No, I, I don't think it would because I, I already learned all the content. What I needed to do is uh, is to get on, you know, on the ground and, and in the field, you know, the real life sort of experiences because a lot of what you learn at university is very important. It is, but it's also very different to what is ha- actually happening. And another thing is I was studying in the UK and I'm working here in Kenya. I started my thing up in Kenya. So two different, you know, playgrounds. So a lot of adjusting, a lot of understanding. It took time, a lot of mistakes, you know, that that really made me who I am today or is shaping me to who I want to be. So what made you get into business, you know? I mean, business, I think, is something that's very well known, not only in Kenya, around the world. Many people have started up their own businesses, continuing family businesses. But for you, what was that spark that made you say, I want to go and study business management? Um, I've always, as I've been growing up, I've always seen my dad, you know, in the business field and, and the family as well, you know, all revolving around business. I've also seen how difficult some of the fields are, like medicine and, and you know, getting into such sorts. It wasn't really my... Uh, my interest, I wasn't really interested in, in any of those fields. I just wanted to do business because another thing is business is so wide and it really brings out a lot of opportunities. Instead of focusing on, let's say, for example, medicine, medicine is also wide, but somewhat limited, whereas business is, is wide. You know, there's HR, there is um, accounting, and yeah, you would need to do a few extra modules for financials and stuff, but it there is opportunity, you know, when when it's business. Uh, I mean, that's what I think. And and yeah, like I said earlier, I've I've grown up seeing everyone around me, my family doing business, and there was a lot of opportunities for me. So I said, you know, let me get into let me get into business. So do you think there's any other career apart from business that is very is as wide as business in terms of opportunities and? I can't think of any. Not really. Do you have anything in mind? Not really, as per se. I think even something like medicine can be even wide, you know. Uh, you can be it a can, general yeah. practitioner, be a surgeon, a pediatrician, go into mental health. Yeah. So I think there's correct, a lot. Correct. And then, I think every career has its, you know, differences. Agreed, agreed. And I might sound a bit critical on the other, on the other careers, but maybe it's just my passion that's talking. Yeah, I feel passion is something that is the biggest thing you need in a career. I think that's one advice, personally, I would give to someone. If you don't have the passion, you wouldn't go far, you know? Agreed, 100%. So, I mean, we see, it. we see a lot of people whose parents push them into something they don't really want to do, you know? And then, I mean, I've personally seen at universities, a lot of medicine students... I had a lot of medic friends. A lot of them were like, it's not really my thing. I really don't want to do it, but it's my parents. You know, my dad's a GP and he really wants me to get into it as well. And they're not happy. And eventually they go through four and a half, five years. And on the last year, the last year, they're like, you know, I'm sick of it. I'm tired. And that's five years down the drain or not even then, even after graduating, 
you know, that passion is not there and you're not able then to connect with your clients and your customers. So like you said, I 100% agree with you. Passion is extremely, extremely important. So speaking of passion, I mean, I've seen from, you know, the past couple of minutes I've been talking, I see your passion is very big for being a business owner or a businessman, as you could say. So are you happy with your career? I thank God, yes, I am. Uh, there's no other place I'd what? like to be. Okay. So Go what on. makes it happy? You know, what makes it something that every day you wake up, you're looking forward to going to work? What's that thing that makes you look forward? So Solutions Africa is not the only thing I'm doing. I'm also I'm also in the logistics industry. as That's the family business. So I'm I'm trying to juggle a lot of things at once. I think my main role in the other company, Console Base Limited and Transfreight, that's a CFS and a freight forwarding company, is going out and closing deals, meeting new people, networking, you know, uh, you know, the satisfaction you get and the drive that you have. I mean, not every deal goes through, not every deal works, but for those that do, the joy, the joy that you get in them is, is really fulfilling, you know. It's a very fulfilling job to me. And... And I really enjoy it. And, and I think that's what drives and pushes me into into doing this every single day. Yeah, you do get your ups and downs. But overall, you know, there's a lot of learning, a lot of growth and a lot of meeting of new people and everything. So, yeah, I, going back to your question, yeah, I would say that I'm happy to be where I am right now. So uh, basically meeting people and, you know, getting these contacts and connections is what makes you happy. I wouldn't say just that. I would. I just like the routine. I just like, like, the way it's it's designed. You know, it's. Yeah, I mean, it's it's overall it's it's a good it's a good place to be. I wouldn't say it's just that. I would just say that. Just the fulfillment and everything, you know, as when when you close a deal or when things go well. And also the mistakes that you make, you look back and you're like, okay, I could have done things differently, but I wouldn't have been able to learn if I didn't go through that specific mistake, you know, and, and, and there are a lot of them that's happened before and they've not repeated, you know, so, so, yeah. So you talked about sort of ups and downs. Do you think business, someone wants to become a businessman or a businesswoman, do you think they would also go through a lot of ups and downs, make a lot of mistakes? in that career yeah i mean you'd be lucky not to if you if you have someone really close to you who can advise you on on how to go around things um but i, I personally think like you're destined to make mistakes because that's the only way to grow um, yeah having people around you will also push you and support you and, and give you that that push but but yeah i think i think it's it's one of the ways that i've, I've grown so, I mean, in every career, there's something that is always, I think the community makes it a really taboo thing to talk about. The money you make, you know, is something that many communities say, don't go and talk about the money you've made, you know, in, in your sort of field. Now, on average, not what you make, but on average, what is the pay like for being a businessman or a businesswoman? I mean, I can disclose my figure. I make about five million dollars a month. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. I, maybe, hopefully, one day, you know. 
But uh, generally, I don't know. I think they would make, on average, an average businessman would make about $1,000 a month, which would be, okay, let's just say 150,000 shillings going up, you know, if it's a management, managerial position. So it can go up till, you know, I don't know, five, 600,000. And then there's CEO salary as well, which can go higher. But again, I'm in Mombasa, so I would say it's it's lower here compared to Nairobi. And I believe the cost of living in Nairobi is higher. So it, it depends. But according to me, I think a managerial position, an average starting point would be 120 to 150,000. So you mentioned things like, you know, cost of living. I know right now when we're recording this, there is currently protests going on for lowering the cost of living because of yeah. how high things have been getting. But do you think it's like for the work you do, the amount of work you put in, the hours you do, do you think it's enough? Or is it high enough? Is it good enough? Is it not enough? What, the cost of living? The salary of being a businessman or a businesswoman. I don't know. I understand why people are frustrated. But I think people also, you know, I'm not one to talk much about politics, but I think this is a worldwide problem. It's not only a Kenyan issue. You know, over the past couple of years, there are a lot of different factors that have really, you know, played a part into the current situation we're in. So, yeah, I'm not one really to comment on politics, but, but yeah, things are tough. And if things are tough for the for the employees what about businesses so it has to go both ways right people have to think both ways and and i know during covid there were a lot of people who took salary cuts you know during covid and which was you know very good thing because it was either you take a salary cut or you're out you know so there was some sort of understanding and generally it it is a very tough period right now but there's nothing we can do but just try our best and hope for the best, right? Yeah, so you talked about sort of different factors, you know, that has made businesses go through times. I think over the past couple of years, Corona has impacted businesses widely. Yeah. Has Corona, from your understanding, impacted maybe businesses that you've seen around your area, around your surroundings? Of course. Cost of living has gone up. Imports have gone down. Well, thank God now they're, they're slowly picking up. Uh, but now other factors are also coming in, like these protests and everything. So people are a bit on, people are a bit afraid. The dollar rate has also gone really high, you know, compared to the Kenyan shilling. So that also plays a part. It really, it really was a tough time, and and we're just hoping that it, it gets better now. You know, we need to really be together as as one, and not be divided like the way we're seeing right now in the country, because we've seen where that can take people and where that can take countries. But if we're together, if we have one sort of middle ground and understanding, then we we can take this country back to where it was pre-corona. So I want to move into the future, you know, the, the present, the future, you know. So as you've seen, and I'm sure as you know, as a young guy, you've seen... AI grow a lot, you know, artificial intelligence, things like ChatGPT coming out, you know, making students work easier, making businesses work easier. A fun fact, I'll give you this, is professionally speaking's name actually came from ChatGPT. Oh, oh, I see it's clearly taking over. 
Yeah, so AI has gotten a lot of popularity over the past couple of years, and I'm sure it is going to grow, you know, in the next couple of years or the next couple of decades to come. What's your view on it? Do you think it helps? Do you think it's bad? I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I use AI myself personally. I mean, why hire someone to write you something when you can have AI do it for you? You know, you have to think fast. You have to think smart. You have to save. I mean, if ChatGPT is something that's free, you're not dumb for using AI. You're just smart, I think, you know. And a lot of people might disagree with me. And, and yeah, this, this can potentially affect a lot of people, you know, when it comes to freelancing and jobs like writing, marketing content and stuff like that. But it's where the world's moving, you know. I don't think uh, unemployment would really be affected, maybe a little bit. It's, it's still too early, I think, in my opinion, to say, oh, I, I've not really done a lot of research into AI to, to make a sort of judgment, but I use it. I think it's great. I still think there is some sort of human element that's needed because you don't get 100% accuracy. And for those people who are looking for 100% accuracy, then getting someone hiring a, a human would, would make more sense. Right? Or you can mix and match and then save on costs as well. Now think about it. You need you need a post written or an email written or something, and you need it written professionally. Uh, get ChatGPT to write it for you. Send it to uh, hire someone to, to rephrase it for you and to ensure that it's, it's done correctly. That way you're saving on costs and you're spending 50% less and, and asking someone to write to to touch something up for you rather than asking them to do it from scratch. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I mean, for you, you're looking at it from the aspect that, you know, why maybe hire someone just to write an email, you know, make it professional, grammar and all. So, I mean, you know, AI, people are saying it's going to take over the world soon, you know, and I mean, a big part of the world is our jobs, you know, as maybe a student or, you know, the person that teaches me is a teacher. So, you know, their job could be taken over by AI. As a businessman, do you think future businessmen and women will not be needed because AI is coming in, AI is growing? Do you fear that? I don't fear. I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, we've seen it with robots, you know, a couple of years ago, they said robots are going to take over. Yeah, I think... A few places in China and stuff, like the factories, things have become uh, automated. But there's only so much AI can do. I mean, what can it do for you? It can it can do a bit of your marketing. It can write you a couple of emails. It can it can it can give you pointers before you get into something. But a human element, a human being, is needed because without the deliverance through a human being, AI is not really, it's not, it's, it doesn't make sense to use it, right? Because you need a human to deliver it. So no, I don't think AI would take over. It's just a bonus that is there to help people. But uh, no, I don't think it would be, uh, it would cause, cause unemployment. So do you think maybe like someone like myself could go and start an, up an entire business using AI? 
No, you can. You can do the coding bit, like the websites, coding, the app building, all of that. That could uh, possibly help you out and save costs. I think it would make your business easier to, to start up uh, in terms of that, you know, but you would still need the manpower. I mean, okay, give me an example. What would you like to start up? So maybe let's say, you know, something like environmental airplanes, you know, you're in the environmental business. An e-plane maybe, for example. An e-plane, I'd love to see that. No, you still need, you still need humans, right? Who's going to build it for you? You're not going to get AI to build it for you. It'd probably help you out. And, and if you need a plan made or something, then, you know, in, in any different way, the AI model can do it for you. But again, like, like I said, you need the human deliverance to do it. You know, technical bits could, could come in through AI, but again, deliverance is, is the main thing. Now, unless you mix AI with robots, that would be something interesting. I haven't really thought of that. I, it just came across my mind now. But AI and robots linked together, then possibly unemployment. So, if we were to bring in AI and robots, you fear? Do you fear that it could take over your career? Not my career, no. But I would say manufacturing careers, right? People in the factory, you know, like. I mean, we're seeing it now, right? Uh, Toyota, for example, when they assemble their, uh, in, in Japan and in China, wherever they do it, if you've seen, looked up videos online, you see how everything is done accordingly. So that is robotics. Now, I, there might be AI already involved in that. So I'm sure people have lost their jobs because of automation, robotics and stuff like that. But in my particular field, I don't think that, that it would really, I'm more of, a guy on the ground speaking to people, you know, selling. So I, I don't, I would not see a robot talk to a client and uh, and try and close a deal. Uh, but if it does, then I'm buying the robot and, and walking around with it everywhere. Interesting. I mean, that's something I don't think I've, I would hear someone say that, you know, if the robot could just do it, then, you know, you have an ATM meeting, you just send the robot for that. Maybe 50, 50 to 100 years from now. Um, maybe if possibly. I'm lucky to live to 124, then maybe I'll see it. Yeah. So, you know, career being a businessman or a businesswoman is, you know, I've seen a lot of businesses <clears throat> open up, whether it's, you know, in the food industry, you know, the environmental industry, manufacturing industry. Do you think that to get into the career is quite competitive? Do you think it's quite hard to get into the career? As in just a general career? As in becoming a businessman or a businesswoman, do you think it's very hard? Do you think it's hard for someone, like let's say myself, to enter into the business career? So do you mean being employed or starting your own thing? We can say, let's start, let's say if I wanted to start my own thing. So do you think like, you know, you factor into things like education, uh, things like starting it up, you know, the uh, pros and cons of that? I think it, it really depends on what you want to do, right? Uh, if you see a gap in the market, then it's possibly easier to get in. If you see there is competition as well, it's also a good thing because you know that there is a market for it. So you could possibly get into it. Now, the main thing is education is important. Okay, fine. But I wouldn't say it's the number one thing. I would say your soft 
uh, your soft skills, if I'm not mistaken, that's the right word. How well can you speak? How well can you think? You know, can you prioritize the right things? Can you manage things correctly? You know, I think that is very important. And then having the team around you, getting the specialized people. You know, for example, the e-tuk-tuks, electric tuk-tuks I'm doing. Am I getting the right supplier? Am I getting the right uh, engineers? Do I have the right salespeople? Those are the things that you need to look into. Yeah, it might be costly, but if you're starting your own thing up, you you would need to take that into consideration. It is possible with with lower investments. It is, and that just depends on how you know strong-minded you are and how positive and confident you are. That can also make a difference. I won't say money is the most important thing, but there are a lot of different factors. You know, like I mentioned, so it's not difficult. It is competitive. I would say that definitely, you know, everyone's trying to get into everything. Like from the time we got into electric tuk-tuks, three other companies had come in as soon as we got in, about a couple of months after. So they saw the gap as well and they also um, tried to exploit it. So we basically opened the doors for them. But when we saw competition, we didn't get scared. We got happy actually because we said we're going to spend less now on marketing. People are going to be more aware of these. Let the competition come in you know we're happy we're strong we know what our company is we have that sort of backing and let them do the work for us why do we need to do the work it's just like ai you know what i'm you know what i'm saying so yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying i mean the basically they market it you know so yeah. that more people get aware for it and i think that's i mean if you go back maybe around 100 years when cars were maybe just new You know, one person had to market that car and as soon as multiple people got in everyone knew what a car is today everyone's using right. a car to get around you know yeah of course and and so, a lot of my friends were telling me sorry a lot of my friends were telling me you know you're going to now there's someone else coming someone else coming you know what are we going to do i said relax they they're doing the work for us take it easy it's fine it's going to be okay and people, more people are going to hear about us so Yeah. It's it's an interesting sort of business market that way. So you're saying basically we should not be afraid of competition? Uh, to an extent, depending on what you're doing. Uh in terms of the logistics side, there is a lot of competition. Everyone's trying to slash rates. You know, but I think what we focus on on in our companies is the service delivered. So you can you can pay $200 for a service. at another company and pay $250 with us but you'd be rest assured that everything will go as planned as mentioned yes everything has a one off ups and downs but what is you know the after sales what happen how does how is the service you know compared to the other companies and how do we compensate if something goes wrong compared to another company so i i would pay a bit more money to to make sure that everything goes well versus paying $50 less and and being unsure or you know having that uneasy sort of feeling so yeah so you speaking i mean we've talked about you know going back and you know how career and how being a businessman has been you know there i think since ever since yeah so in the future i mean you're a young guy you still hopefully have a long time to live do you yeah. would you stay in your career 100%. I mean you never know where life can take you. 
But like I said in the beginning, I don't see myself anywhere. I don't see myself being a dentist. You know, I don't see myself being a cook only when I need to cook for my wife at home. But uh, I, I don't, I don't see myself do anything else. You know. So you don't. Why don't you see yourself doing anything else? You know, is it maybe This, just because uh, passion? Is it because maybe other passion. careers are harder than being a businessman? That's a very good question. You know, a lot of people say business is the easy way out, but I don't think so. You know, I it's I feel like it's for me it's purely based on passion, right? I I'm not passionate about being a doctor. I'm not passionate about you know being anything else. Uh, I was passionate at one point about being a pilot. Maybe that's something I could possibly take do in the next ten to fifteen years as as a side sort of hobby. But uh, I I don't see myself doing anything else, you know. Interesting. I mean, you know, some people might have a backup plan, you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and if if God forbid this this doesn't go well, or if something or the other goes wrong, which I hope it doesn't, then I know that I've learned. I know I have the mindset. I know that business, like I said earlier, is very wide. There's a lot of other things that I could get into potentially, and you know. having a strong cv is also very important so i mean you know as you know time passes i mean of course people like my generation are going to grow up i'm sure the current generation you know the current 18 year olds are coming into you know uni and wondering what should i do is there space you know for people to come and find a gap in the market and open up a business there will always be space it's where you look for it you know you have to think and you have to search you have to do your research you know you can't just come in today and say i want to start electric buses <laughs> like dude you know there's there's a way there's research there's a lot of things that that you need to do think about it 10 years ago there was no electric tuk tuk market you know 10 years from now we don't know what there's going to be we just need to stay active we need to keep looking you know so there's always going to be space and not everyone's going to get into it but people who work hard and who try their best can do it you know people who can go the extra mile and this is like a general thing overall it doesn't really depend where you where you're working but if you don't work hard then you can't really expect to be anywhere unless you get lucky you know so do you think that working hard is a skill that every single person needs to have if they want to get somewhere in life course like unless you get lucky uh, but i i don't think anyone uh, anyone gets anywhere without you know working hard i'll give you an example you know there's the whole ronaldo messi debate and a lot of people say that you know messi is a natural and he's he was born to to play well and ronaldo is a hard worker and everything i don't believe that i i think that both messi and ronaldo worked hard to where they they are you know right now it's not only ronaldo who worked hard it's also messi and and so a lot of the times when people say oh yeah messi is a hard worker uh, ronaldo is a hard worker and messi just you know was born naturally for it that's not that's not true in my opinion i think everyone worked hard so you're saying that maybe the top business owners not even only business i think top celebrities nowadays worked hard you know for example maybe you can say elon musk or mark zuckerberg 
do you believe that they worked hard to get where they are today of course i mean if you read the stories for example jeff bezos you see where he started i think he started in a small little even mark zuckerberg the way he started i think a lot of 9 out of 10 people have started with very little and have worked extremely hard or have thought really uh, differently to everyone else to get to where they are now some of it may be luck i mean if you talk about celebrities some celebrities just do silly shit and sorry excuse my language just do silly stuff and and get famous you know and and some of us sillyly if that's a word follow them and and give them more hype you know but generally in the business field yeah i think 9, nine out of 10 people have worked hard and thought really smart to to get to where they are now so you have uh, i mean a couple of years of experience and i'm sure you've you've seen a lot of people get into the business field what's one piece of advice you would give someone thinking about entering your career come in the doors are open you know work hard pay close attention to what you learn at university because even one or two points that you learn out of the thousand other points that you you learn can make a difference i think it's an unlimited sort of sort of uh, environment um it's it requires a lot of hard work it requires a lot of thinking it requires a lot of strength you know because there are a lot of mistakes that one's going to make so if you have have one bad day or a couple of bad days and and make a few mistakes here and there it's not the end i would say it's just some sort of learning curve for you you know you look back and you say okay i made this sort of mistake how can i reflect so you reflect and you ask yourself what can i do better you no know, it's I, i would say it's it's a beautiful place to be you know business so and i just want to pick there's, up there's no sorry i just want to say there's no failure so even if you do start your own company or you do start your own business it doesn't mean it's the end and it if i mean if it doesn't work it doesn't mean it's the end there's always another opportunity you'll always find something you know and you have to be passionate about it if you have no passion if you're thinking about surgery whilst you're doing business then you're in the wrong field you know and it's never too late even and and that's yeah that's another thing you can be 50 60 years old and, and still get into the business field you don't have to be 25 22 21 you know you can be any age so you talked about something that I really liked reflecting do you think in every career it's needed to reflect or not even in a career in your day to day life do you think that you know 100%. maybe before i go to sleep i sit on my bed and reflect maybe do you think that that's something that people really need to do course because without reflection there's not going to be any growth right you make a mistake today you say something in a business meeting that for example that you thought was wrong so you have to come back you know not overthink but reflect you know where can i improve where can i better myself because if you don't reflect then where's the growth right so that i think is is very important i hope you reflect as well you know i mean i try to you know on things that maybe may ponder over me yeah But thank you alijod um that concludes today's episode uh thank you for coming on and no i hope i hope uh, yeah i hope you got the answers that 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 you're looking for i wish you all the best and i think what you're doing is great 
all the best. Keep at it. And if you need any other assistance, I'm, I'm right here. All right. Thank you, Ali Jod. Uh, thank you, viewers, for watching. And we hope to see you soon. Ali Jod, any final words? No. All the best. Again, thank you for having me. And uh, I'll speak to you soon. Yeah, I hope some. I hope uh, the viewers picked something small, maybe from uh, our quick discussion. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Yeah, please subscribe, comment, like the video, and we are coming out with a new episode very soon. Thank you. Yeah.